to Lead by Women Will, created by Google to inspire and empower women as we rise in our careers. I'm your host, Loranda Martin-Evans. Today, my guest is Valerie Smiley, founder and CEO of Super Party Network, which, by the way, may be the best name I've ever heard of for a company. (laughs) Valerie created Super Party Network for the purpose of bringing direct sales professionals together, all the while reinvigorating the home party industry. Valerie also serves on the Women in Business Networking Advisory Board and is a 2018 25 Women to Watch. Welcome, Valerie. Thanks for having me, Lorenda. I really appreciate this opportunity. Yay! Well, I'm so excited to have you on and to have a Super Party podcast. So tell us, Valerie, because I'm dying to know, what is the Super Party Network? Well, SBN, Lorenda, is really just a business networking group specifically designed for direct sales professionals. Through our membership, we offer access to the network, to our systems. We call that, by the way, the SPN way. And Mm -hmm. they really are designed to bring everyone together to cooperate and collaborate so that everybody sees more success. And we want to have more fun in our business. And I think that that's missing in direct sales. But, you know, our real goal is to also make it easier for people to succeed. So that's our main mission uh, at SPN. And we don't really care what company you join. We just want to make sure that you do win. There's another side to our super party plan, and that's we want to reinvigorate the home party industry, which you mentioned in my intro. And if you've ever been to a a Tupperware party, well, this is not your mother's home party. So we'd love people to have super parties (laughs) all over the country. (laughs) Yeah. You said it's not your mom's Tupperware party. What what kind of events are under your umbrella? Well, we really, it is a home party just like a Tupperware party, except that we bring more vendors into your home at one time. So... It's kind of like a Tupperware party on steroids. Oh, yeah. That's why it's a super party. Yep. It's not a party. It's a super party. (laughs) It's not a party. It's a super party. So then how did you, how did this company come to be? Can you tell us about how you launched your company? What was the trigger for that? Well, if you mean what pushed me, my first run into entrepreneurship was when I started my interior design business about 25 years ago. And I was working for a commercial construction company at the time. And they were really, really big into training, which was great for all of us. But I took a Mm -hmm. personal development and growth class. They had Mm -hmm. a training director that was really, really great about doing personal development training as well as the, you know, the traditional um, training stuff. And it was all about, you know, identifying your your values and your goals, etc. But after I completed the required final review with my boss, I thought, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm never going anywhere in this company. The glass ceiling was too low. I mean, it was a commercial <laughs> uh, construction company in the 80s, totally male-dominated. Right. And yep. that's when I hatched my plan. I said, I got to get out of here. And I decided I wanted to start my own business. And that's what I did. That's amazing. You just make make your own future, make your own fortune. If you can't go there, then start your own thing. Yes, I have a saying. I have a saying, if you want to predict your future, invent it. If you want to predict your future, invent it. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And you live that. You're proof. <laughs> right. <laughs> I try. <laughs> you are living proof. That's fantastic. And do you still do the interior design work or it was a complete shift for you? You, you just started a whole new career. I don't. Uh, I, I just actually put it to bed when I launched Super Party Network because I knew that I could not serve two masters. So I, I really had to change my focus. And I knew that I couldn't really serve my customers and Super Party Network both. So, okay. So 
the name you mentioned it. The name network is in the name of your company, and and you spoke about being passionate about the importance of networking. So I wonder, as women, are we are we doing it wrong? Is there something? Is there some way we could be doing it better? Well, I don't I don't know um, if we're doing it wrong. I would say that women really are natural networkers. However, I think that we're not as brazen or aggressive as our male counterparts. Uh, men have been networking formally and informally since someone invented beer, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's so, amazing. Um, so and they so have true. no problem asking for what they want or what they need. They're just used to doing it. And women, you know, I'm not trying to put us back into the Stone Ages, but um, we have, especially before we were really big into, you know, corporate America, we were kind of isolated, more isolated. So, mm-hmm. um, so really, I just don't think that we are are natural at going after it. But once we are doing it, it's a it's a natural occurrence for us, and we're just not really careful about asking what we want and um, getting the things that we need in our businesses because we're basically used to nurturing and giving instead of getting. Okay, so what would be what would be some advice for a first step to get? Get that networking muscle working. Well, actually, get out there. Don't be afraid to actually show up at networking events. Don't think you have to only be there if you're basically with your girlfriends or you make sure that you know somebody that's there. Don't be afraid to just go out and see what doors might open by meeting somebody new and knowing that in the networking world itself, that's why we're all there is to help each other. So almost always when somebody new comes into a networking group, people are very welcoming because they want mm-hmm. to help them because hopefully they'll get helped in return. So it's, it's really the idea of not being afraid. You mentioned the, you know, networking's been around since beer was invented, and, but there's a lot of truth to that. And I've heard a lot of stories of sort of, you know, the, the, the old boys club and, and getting in. Um, do you think that women have access to that now? Do you think there's been a shift where we're invited to the table? I think so because they know and they've been taught through, um, you know, mass marketing in the last 10 to 20 years that we're the decision makers. So I know a lot of men in my networking circles who are actually wanting to get involved with um, women networking groups, in, in, in fact, because they know that we're the decision makers, we're the buying, purchasing power in this country. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yes, we do get invited, but we still have to be able to stand up on our own two feet and ask for what we want and not just be giving to them. <laughs> yeah. You know, not to, yeah. not to, I'm not, you know, not to split the two um, into divisive groups per se, but just to, you know, make sure that we, we still get what we need. Is there something to, like, like you mentioned, you know, go to these networking events, even if it's by yourself. Is it about meeting the right people or is it meet as many people as you can? Do you have a strategy when you go in sort of blind to a new event? I truly believe, this is definitely a personal belief of mine, I truly believe that you never know who you're going to meet. You might try, you might actually shortchange yourself by trying to meet the right people because you'll have a closed-minded view of what that person might look like. When in fact, you could be standing next to anybody and they could be the person who launches your career, who gets you to the next big client, who opens doors for you, and you never would have dreamed that that was the person who was going to help you help you along the way. So I really, truly believe that you should, I don't know if I would say need as many people as you can, because then that seems like it's quantity over quality. 
but I would mm-hmm. also, I would just be open-minded. Do you have any uh, tips for how to, because uh, uh, I, I mean, I'm actually quite shy in a new group, which people would be surprised because people think I'm an extrovert, but I, I never know what to say to people. Do you have any advice for how to, when you go to these events by yourself, how to, how to start a conversation? Like, do you have any tricks? Well, if you want to be memorable, then you need mm-hmm. to make sure that you are interested in the other person. So I, I just spoke um, the other day at lunch, and the number one message that I had for everyone there was, it's not about you. So if you just approach somebody and are interested in that person, that person will feel great because you were interested in them, and they will hopefully in return ask about you, but more importantly, they will remember the feeling and how you made them feel by being interested. That's really great advice. Yeah, I think that's really great advice. I would love to ask you about direct sales and your company. How have you seen direct sales empower women? Well, it's a great question because I do believe that direct sales does empower women because um, one of the things I love, love, love the most about direct sales is that it serves anyone from any background, at any stage in their life. I just met a woman who actually should just join Super Party Network. And she just, in January, joined her first direct sales company. And she's 81. And it's awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's awesome. That's um, amazing. Yeah, it is. Good it's for great. her. That's yeah, great. I love it. So that's, that's one of the things I just, I just love. So if you have a desire and you put in the work, you know, and you make good choices, you can succeed. And the other thing I do love about network marketing, which I think also applies to that empowering thing, is that it allows each person to have their own personal version of success. So mm-hmm. for me, it might be that I need to, you know, get better at, at speaking in front of um, large audiences. Or somebody might say, I just need to make a couple extra hundred dollars a year to pay for my car payment. Everyone gets to choose their own version of success and that's okay. And that's cool. Where in corporate America or in other circumstances, you're always climbing that ladder and people look at you at where you are, what your status is. And, and uh, I think network marketing allows a little different version of success. It must have some great flexibility as well. Oh my gosh. Which yes. I think is women, uh, you know, I, I've talked to a number of women who say, oh, I wish I could just work from home a few days a week. I could get some, I could at least get the laundry in, you know, um, and mm-hmm. not that that should be a female, I think that's a both sexes issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. certainly the, the direct sales must allow you that kind of flexibility to build your schedule and uh, work around the hours that make sense for you. Absolutely. And entrepreneurship in general can do that as well. It's just a matter of, mm-hmm. you know, making your own decision on how you want to pursue your business. So, okay, entrepreneurship. I would love to hear, because you've started three companies, uh, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. So I would love, do you have any advice for our listeners who may be thinking about launching something of their own? Yes, uh, I do believe planning is important, but I launched my interior design business without a business plan. The most important thing that I can look back and say that I did is I took action. I have told people forever, action is your friend. If you want something to happen, you have to do something. And I feel that's the number one thing any budding entrepreneur can take away is to remember that you you don't start your business from behind a desk. You go out and you do things. So even if I'm not 100% ready... If you know it's a good idea and you've got passion for it, dive in. Yes, because, you know, pick up the phone. You never know where that phone call is going to lead. 
Um, of course, like I said, planning is super important, but the thing about being an entrepreneur is you can't predict what's going to happen. So without action, you've got your, bo- your new business in a nice, neat little box and package when three or four years down the road, you might look back and go, oh my gosh, I never dreamed it was going to go there. And I am so thrilled with where I'm at, but never could I have guessed that meeting this person was going to suggest this or help me with this technology or whatever. So again, the importance of networking. Yes, absolutely. Especially if you're about to launch your, whether you're at a company or want to launch something, it really seems like that critical piece is who's on the other end of the phone or the email or or who who you meet and and you never know where it's going to go. Yes. And action can be as simple as that, or even just picking up the phone and telling somebody about your idea. You just, you have have to move forward in some way. Yeah. I feel like a a lot of us get in our heads and we write down these ideas and then we just go, uh, we we find eight ways or a hundred ways why it won't succeed. And we put up our own barriers. Oh, right. And if it doesn't look exactly how you thought it should, then, you know, you get upset or you don't, you don't, you don't make that next step because it's not working out exactly perfectly. (laughs) Your business partner, I'm told, is your husband. I would love for you to tell us about the importance of choosing the right partner. Well, that's an interesting question because I've not ever had a business partner other than my husband, but I have tried to set up partnerships with other people and have, it has not worked out. So my number one mm-hmm. suggestion is if you are taking on a partner, really proceed with caution because they can upset the apple cart very, very easily. In fact, Super Party Network almost didn't happen. I started wow. it with a friend. of Yeah, I started with a friend of mine years ago. Actually, we came up with the, the concept. We were ready to launch. Spent a whole bunch of time getting organized and doing all the things that we needed to do to get this thing to go. And she called me up and said, yeah, I'm moving to Florida. I don't, uh, I'm not going to have time to do this. And just dropped me like oh. a potato. Oh, dear. And it literally took me a couple of years to decide that I could do it on my own. That's how much that partnership, I was invested in that. And then, you know, half of my business kind of disappeared, so to speak. And, you know, so I I really learned a valuable lesson that your partnership is very, very important and you have to make sure they're on the same page with you or forget it. Both in in life and in business, the right partner is so critical. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you (laughs) lucked out with both. (laughs) I did, I did. And, And Steve is a great partner from the standpoint that he is, so different from me that we balance each other out perfectly um, with the exception that we have the same values. So at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, we both want the exact same thing. We just get there in different ways. And that's what's so critical in in a partner is is you don't need the same person. You need someone to balance your strengths and weaknesses. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, shout out to Steve. Shout out to him today. Okay. I will tell him. (laughs) Um, well, Valerie, wow, thank you so much for joining us. It was obviously a super party having you as a part of the Women Will podcast today. Thank you so much, Loranda. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to paying more close attention to this podcast. Yes, please do. Tell your friends. I sure will. Thank you so much, Valerie, for joining us. It was such a super fun party having you as part of the Women Will initiative today. For our listeners, thank you for joining us. Remember, knowledge is power, so share these podcasts with your friends and colleagues. Find past episodes of Women Will on the Google Events page or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Keep the conversation going on Twitter, hashtag LeadByWomenWill. I'm at Loranda. And now, for all of us, time to go smash some ceilings. (laughs) 